0: Hey, welcome to the first podcast of 2024. You know, I really thought Scott was going to make me do a New Year's resolution show. But much to my enjoyment, we are throwing that out and instead replacing it with a talk about systems. Forget your New Year's resolutions. That's not what we're making here at the beginning of the year. Nope, we're going to focus on systems instead of goals. Scott's going to tell us all about why this is so critical and how it's even influenced his own life. All that and more coming up on today's episode. We're going to get smarter, so let's get to it. This is your Retirement Elevated. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Walter Storholtz here alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder, managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group with more than 21 years of experience. Well, since we've turned the calendar, can I say 22 years plus of experience
1: now, Scott? I would say so. It's actually going to be in June. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going into 22nd um, year. Yeah, Actually, twenty. Twenty third. Did we already miss one?
0: Ah, oh, very good. The twenty cool. third. So I yeah, indeed so. can say twenty two plus years. So there we go. Fantastic.
1: Well, happy New Year, my friend. Did you have good uh, good holidays? I did. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, it was it was very uneventful. Uh, I believe we we were in bed by ten thirty. Yeah, we really rocked it out this nice. year. <laughs> Traditionally, uh, we usually have a a New Year's Eve party. Okay, uh, but we kind of got. Under the weather over the holidays. And so we yeah. just kind of laid low. And, uh but yeah, we're cruising a new year and super excited into 2024. And we'll talk about some of those things today, kind of the reasons why.
0: Well, yeah. So people make New Year's resolutions, obviously, at the start of every year, and uh, we know the stats. We don't have to go through all of them, probably, but you know, most of these resolutions are gonna fail, uh, with probably in the first week, maybe even sooner than that for some folks. Scott and people just don't do a great job of sticking to resolutions, and it seems like that's kind of been part of the inspiration for you, like, for why you are like, all right, let's kind of let's kind of buck that trend, and not talk so much about resolutions this year, but shift the mindset a little bit
1: absolutely and we've all heard the stats you know it's like 80% something crazy of resolutions yeah. you know people fail in the first uh, first month basically so and what people are really usually focused on is an outcome and the outcome is some sort of generic lifestyle change you know, and, and i I've, I've been i've fallen you know prey to this many many times um uh, but there you know things like hey what we want to do is uh, we're going to go to the gym, we're going to stop drinking, you know, we're going to eat better, we're going to spend less money, uh, we're going to do all these lofty things. Well, the problem is, you know, those are just aspirational things, which are good, uh, but in in the opener, you talked about it, the idea of systems, n- not resolutions. Um, because what I've learned over the years is that it's the systems and habits that we have that ultimately lead us down the path to get the result that we want. So it's, yes, we need the inspiration to go on a path, okay, to have a horizon we go after. We talked about that last time, the year-end podcast. So what's the goal? What are we aspiring to do, you know, to far, as far as changing our lives? And what is the system? What are the things we need to put into our life that are different to give us those results. And a lot of the things we're going to talk about today uh, are from a book called Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. And fantastic book. I would urge everyone to you know get it on Audible, order on Amazon, or go to the bookstore, even better, and pick it up. Uh, but it's a great book. I'm embarrassed to say, and you and I talked about this before, I read that book when it came out a few years ago. I'm like, this is amazing. This makes so much sense. I'll just put this back on the shelf and not put any of it in practice. <laughs> you know? uh, so, and I know no one on listening has ever done that before. Right, right. Good. But that, but that uh, didn't stay the case forever, did it? It did not. So what prompted me to put these notes together and, and Walter talking to you about it, and I'm going to use a, a pretty common example, you know, of, of resolutions and as I was preparing for our 2024 planning, because uh, we lay out the year and we we look at, hey, what, what are the things we want to accomplish? What are the things we need to do? What systems we need to put into place? What processes we needed to put into place? And 20, going into 2024, it dawned on me that getting better nutritional habits, which really, i.e., what I really wanted was to get into shape. And A common one, of course. A very, very common one and a, and a good one because in the last 18 months, I've put systems and processes in my life that have led me to a much healthier lifestyle. Well, so it was this epiphany that I'm not going to spend any mental energy this year trying to establish these new habits that are going to – so I can eat better, feel better, You know, look better, all those things, because my focus is just keeping those intact and the energy to keep that those things intact and going is way less than trying to get them started. And I I think you've experienced this as well.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, With my own kind of weight loss goal and journey, it was more than just setting a goal. It was about creating a system for new habits um, and and not just like, I don't know, it, it really took kind of, I guess, for certain of us out there to achieve something you really want to do, but that may go counter to the way that you've done it the rest of your life. You really have to put in systems that help save you from yourself, right? Like, yes, uh, okay. Yes. I don't have the discipline to not eat X, Y, and Z when it's in the house, so I just need a system to make sure it never gets in the house. Like, I'm sorry, I just give up the battle. If the ice cream's there, it's gone. You know, it's like it's just it's mm-hmm. not going to survive. So, never bring it in the house. New system. I mean, that's not much of a system, but you know, we can call that a system. And Absolutely, success, right?
1: Yeah, and you know, I I had that resolution. Or the idea every year for like ever 2001. (laughs) Yeah. 2001. And now you're going into a year
0: for the first time in over 20 years, you have some, it's not one of your goals at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. And, and it's looking back, it's like, it really, I guess it really wasn't that, I wouldn't say difficult. There, there was things that I had to do, obviously, but looking back, it's like, well, you ask your, I asked myself something and I kept a kind of refrain to dive into it. Oh, why didn't I do it earlier? Well, it doesn't matter. I did it. Right. So now it's just the focus of how do I keep this momentum and keep these things going? And, and it doesn't have to just be about fitness or weight loss. It's anything that we want to improve in our life that we think there's an outcome base, there's a goal to it. It all starts with, okay, what needs to happen to start going in that direction? And you talked about that, you know, not having ice cream, you know, book that I read a long time ago said, Hey, if, if your goal is eat an apple a day, you know, starting this coming Monday, you better buy seven of them on Sunday. Right. Yeah. You can't go buy an apple every day. That's not a good system. Yeah, because mm-hmm. think about it. No, I'm going to go every day. Every day I'm going to go forage for an apple. No, you're not going to. There's going to be, you're going to get tired. You're going to get tied up, something like that. So the process is, all right, I need to make a list. I have to go to the store. I've got to acquire these things. And then I've got to make a plan of executing that. And so it's the same thing with Vegetables. You know, how many people go to the store? Okay, so they do that thing. They make a list. And they make a list of these healthy things. Let's call it us use vegetables as an example. And they get them home, and they put them in the refrigerator, and sometimes in the little drawer, a.k.a. the rotter. And at the end of the week or two weeks, we pull those same vegetables out in the plastic bag and insert them into the trash or the compost pile. So, again, we... We got part of it down. We got them. All right. So I was guilty of that for a long time. So what is the process we put into place? We buy them. We bring them home and we clean and prepare them before they go in the refrigerator. The likelihood of them being consumed is much, much higher.
0: Uh, It's a huge point. And I think you're exactly right. It's not the goals that you end up setting are the smaller goals that lead you to the finish line of what your ultimate goal is. But that's where the system comes in place. The goal isn't, I'm going to need an apple every day. It's, I'm going to go to the store every Sunday and buy seven apples. And that helps set you up to achieve that goal.
1: Yes. And so what James Clear talks about, he says, you know, goals are good for setting direction but systems are best for making progress. Mm, like right? that. So because your systems or your habits, atomic habits, are how you actually achieve your goals. And he writes in his book, he says, you know, are goals completely useless? Of course not. Goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. A handful of problems arise when you spend too much time thinking about your goals and not enough time designing your systems. Okay. It's kind of like exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. yeah, So I believe that progress over perfection rules, you know, wins out uh, because there's so much value in making small improvements and consistent progress in a positive direction. And often when we set a specific goal, like as a new year's resolution, it's easy to view success as black and white. You either meet your goal or you don't. And if you don't, then you failed. But that's not true. That, that's not true at all. You know, it's setting on the path to make incremental changes and doing those little things that compound over time. Because he talks about, you know, can we get 1% better every day? and those little incremental changes. You know, whether it's, I, I talk to clients and I have clients that, that don't have good sleep patterns and they're tired. Well, maybe better sleep is a goal for some people, because if you don't get sleep and rest, and if you look at all the studies that have come out in the last 10 years or so, there's a, there's a big link with lack of sleep and recovery with dementia, Alzheimer's, other issues down the road. And so like sleep apnea is a big one. You know, people that, you know, snore have sleep apnea. When that happens, they, they can't recover. They're always tired. The, your brain is not rejuvenating itself. You know, so, and some people say, hey, you know, I, I wanna be more active you know, to do those things. Well, you know, with James Clary talks about if you want to go to the gym, uh, in his book he talks about, well, here's the deal. You know, put all your shoes and stuff out and just make a deal with yourself. You're going to go get dressed and go to the gym and you're going to be there for two to five minutes. That's all you got to do, two to five minutes. And he said, what happens is you, you if you get yourself there, you're more apt to stay more than that two to five minutes. I use that in my own life. Unfortunately, we've got a little garage gym in our house and I just started, I said, you know what? I got to go in there every day. And I can tell you some days I went in there and just kind of piddled around, but I went in there and now like I was there early this morning, did my deal, feel great, but I didn't always feel great in the beginning. (laughs) yeah any new
0: habit or any new goal you try to accomplish uh, don't go in with the expectation you're going to feel great on the first day It's, it's going to yeah. take a couple of days yeah
1: and so to kind of give us some direction on this uh, came up with basically four uh, four items to kind of help you get in going in the right direction. And Walter, definitely know we've talked about these, but if you want to kick in uh, as we're going through, and I'll also kind of kick it off, but if you have a little insight, at, for sure add it, because I think it's good for people to hear. Uh, real life stories along the way, and, and I think so, this too
0: is is just as you set the stage here, Scott. It, this is not just losing weight, but we can apply what you are about to outline here to any of the of the goals that we might be making as a resolution or just a standard goal that we have in life, whether it be financial or health or any other matter. Um, the, this this is going to apply and help you
1: achieve that success. Absolutely, and another complete. I, I guess another thing that that has happened and it was all part of this realization of, hey, using like using energy to try to start getting into shape. I had this resolution of, hey, there are things that I need to, or I want to purge out of my life. Whether it's boxes of stuff I've collected over years or clothes I haven't worn. I'd have it on my list of things. I really, I really want to purge. I want to kind of, be done with these things, give these things to other people, uh, let someone else benefit from it. But I just had a really hard time doing it. And so finally I started with a a little box of things and I started putting things into place and making piles. And it kind of started out, Hey, here's something, I don't know what, I may want to keep these. Hey, this just needs to be disposed of, Hey, this needs, this needs to be donated And I can tell you that pile that I'm not sure, maybe I want to keep that. After I got momentum, almost everything moved out of that pile. (laughs) Mm. And almost everything that I had that I wanted to do something with has now migrated out uh, because I got momentum. Mm. But it took small little actions to get started on it. And so when we talk about these four things, number one, you definitely want to define the type of person you want to become. And you make a great point, I knew that being healthy was important uh, i've always off and on worked out off and on you know did okay health wise eating, but I wasn't consistent like I couldn't be brought to a court of law prior to the last eighteen months and like given evidence that actually was important to me <laughs> okay <laughs> right it's like I, I couldn't I couldn't build a case on my my efforts and my my results. And so I said, Hey, that's, I want to go into my fifties and can try to continually improve a little bit every day, every month, every year. And so as I get into my latter years, I can hopefully, you know, if luck is on my side to be active, to be sharp and to keep, I want to be healthy as long as possible. I don't want to slow decline. I want to to build. I want to maintain and build as long as I can. You know, so it's really is what kind of person you want to become. Is it someone that you want to become more of a minimalist and have less stuff? Do you want to be someone that is more of a reader? Do you want to be someone that spends less time on their phone and social media? Do you want to be someone that spends more time with friends and family? What are those things that you feel like are important that would enhance your life and If you do move towards becoming that person, how will it enhance your life? Because a lot of this is about identity. You know, and James Clear talks about this, is that we really have to make it a part of our identity. So again, so we start by defining the person you strive to be this year. And so Clear talks about the ultimate form of intrinsic motivation, is when a habit becomes part of your identity. It's one thing to say, I'm the type of person who wants this. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. Mm, I like that. And so I think that's a very important thing to think about.
0: I think you're exactly right. Because it, when it came down for the weight loss journey, uh, for at least for me, Scott, it wasn't, okay, I want to be this weight, you know, and, and be able to run this fast. I defined it. Once I finally achieved success. that's how I've been doing it for years. Once I finally achieved this success, it was a very different definition. It was, I want to be the kind of person who goes on long hikes and I, and, and, you know, and does a 10 mile hike and, and then still wants to go and work out at the end of the day. Um, Like I I want to be that kind of that was just like one picture of the vision like that's what I want to be able to accomplish. So it doesn't really matter what body type gets me there. That's really ultimately what I want to achieve and what I want to become Um, just that kind of, you know, and and lots of other ways of defining that. And and lo and behold, uh, you know, that journey not only leads to the actual health following behind that goal, but I became the kind of person who actually moved to Colorado from North Carolina and now goes on hikes <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. 10 miles and, yeah. and absolutely loves it.
1: <laughs> and isn't it amazing? Think about how much making that decision to install new habits into your life has dramatically altered the direction of your life in the direction of it. Yeah, you're exactly right.
0: The first uh, big, I did a big solo sunrise hike too. I've left that part out. I was like, I want to be the person that gets up and goes and does a sunrise 10 mile hike. And the first one I did, I got to the, got about halfway through the hike uh, or to the summit and it was at a lake and I turned around and the sun had just come up and was coming across the lake and hit me in the face and warmed me up. And it was emotional. It was like, wow, look at, look at (laughs) what the last 12 to 18 months turned into. And kind of all came to a head in that moment of like, I I can't believe I'm doing what that goal was set out to be, you know, those many
1: months ago. So it's pretty cool. It's fascinating. And I think you said something extremely important there. I think people underestimate the time it takes to dramatically change and improve their life. Yeah. Because 12, 18 months sounds like a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, it really took me 14 months to erase... 22 years of bad choices, Mm, Yeah, 14 months. Didn't take long. Now it was sometimes hour by hour decisions, (laughs) day by day decisions, but they all stacked up and got momentum. And you talking about that is a perfect example. I've got a client right now who very successful business owner. And as a business owner, sometimes you give up a lot in exchange for running a business. You know, you make sacrifices. And I know something that was very important to him as you know we got together is that he just didn't take time off at all, he was just very focused on taking care of the company, which led to taking care of his family and making sure everything was set there. But there was some things that he neglected along the way and didn't do, let's put it that way, and just got a text from them, not from him, and they're on an RV trip. They're out in the desert, sent me a picture, having a great time. And it made me so happy that they are out doing the things that they delayed doing and they're experiencing it now. And that's, in my opinion, what making good decisions is about. That's what good planning is about. And all these things take planning, whether it's changing your lifestyle with health, nutrition, changing your, you know, your work life balance, do more things you want to do, changing some things to go from working 40, 50 hours a week to ultimately retiring and, you know, living off of your savings. Those things are important, but they all take the idea of what you want to achieve and a good system in order to get you to that and that's all that happens to get there. And so I think going into number two, and we've really kind of touched on it, we got to create the right environment for success. You touched on it. Hey, if I got ice cream in the house, I'm gonna eat ice cream, so. It's not not a good
0: environment, yeah. Yeah,
1: Let's let's just not buy ice cream, you know? So surrounding yourselves with things or people uh, that, support you there. You know, again, once you know the Mm. type of person you're trying to become or what habits you're trying to instill, then you can architect your life to enable your success. So you create spaces in your life to reflect the person you want to be and will reinforce those behaviors. So again, think about the kind of person you want to be. That's going to impact a lot of different parts of your life. So again, by creating that right environment, goes beyond the physical space around you even more important but often forgotten about is the the content that you allow into your life the things that you allow into your life yeah you know think about do you know someone that incessantly watches the news regardless of what you know what flavor of news is that a life enhancing habit (laughs)
0: right right
1: or is it helping
0: you get to that goal that you have yeah, pro- probably not. Yeah. And so that's a pretty good detailing of this second major point is to create that right environment for success. Now, Scott, you have as a third part here from kind of these lessons that you've taken from Atomic Habits and sort of applying it to the way we approach New Year's resolutions in this year of 2024. And that's to start with the two-minute rule. What is the two-minute rule, and how does that apply?
1: So basically, if you, don't, you can't do this new habit in two minutes – then it's probably going to be too big. Hmm. So his example, we talked about it, you know, get to the gym and spend two minutes working out. I know it sounds funny, but if you can get there, if you just get to the gym, that is the goal. Get inside the gym and go for two minutes. If you want to become someone that gets 10,000 steps a day, put your shoes on, Go outside, walk for two minutes. More than likely, you're going to walk for more than two minutes, and you get momentum. So again, you start with that two minutes, and then you scale that habit over time, and it becomes easier to manage your routine. And that's with anything, with you know wanting to read, wanting to cook, wanting to do those things. So again, two minutes of a new habit is an easy commitment that can lead to sustainable changes, and it, the compound effect happens over time. And number four, focus on the daily success, what I like to call daily wins. And we talked about this in the year-end cast, is if we focus on where we started and where we are today, that is a win. Most of the time, we've got this aspirational goal that we measure ourselves of how far we are from achieving that aspirational goal. And the gain is where we started to where we are. The gap is where we wanted to go and where we got into. We measure where, hey, we only got to here, but we wanted to get here. I failed because I'm in this gap. We failed by this much. Well, the two-minute rule is saying, hey, aspirations, you want to become the person that walks 10,000 steps a day. Hmm. that's the aspirational goal. That's the horizon we're headed towards, but we want to celebrate the gain of, Hey, I went outside today. I walked for 10 minutes. Hey, I'm three weeks in I actually went on two 15 minute walks, one in the morning, one over lunchtime, celebrating the gain from where we started to where we are. That's the magic. What is detrimental and why most people fail in a lot of these aspirational things is, is because I want to be this person, and every day I'm going to measure how far I'm off from meeting that goal. And you get distracted, you get disappointed, you don't want to do it. But if you can build over time, just like you know, walking ten thousand steps, just like hey, we need to start saving money. Well. How much can you start saving? Is it $50 a month, $100 a month? That's how a lot of the listeners here have seven figure portfolios is because years ago they decided that, hey, we want to be the type of people that when that we can have resources to make decisions not based on, you know, the income we're making in a job. It's because we've got resources that will produce income so we can have freedom and flexibility to do what we want. So, yes, that was their ultimate goal, but they looked back and said, well, how are we going to get there? Most of it was, let's not spend every dollar that we make. Hey, let's not let our lifestyle increase incrementally with our income. Let's keep it in check. Let's keep saving more and more of our time because that money is going to be there for a rainy day. That money is going to be there to give us options, if we want to be job optional, if we want to be able to say, I am done with a nine to five, I'm going to live life on my terms, and I'm going to use the resources that I put put aside to enable me to do that. So that daily success, you know, so if you're talking to your kids or grandkids, the biggest habit from a retirement success standpoint is the habit of saving money, and living below your means. Those two things, it's not being a great stock picker, it's not doing that, it's can you save money, and can you spend less than you make, okay? (laughs) If you get those habits instilled, all these other things fall into place. And sadly, we're in a world today where our clientele that mostly have seven-figure-plus portfolios they're a very small percentage of the population. And it's because people don't have the habits or the education. Think about people that are, you know, from a fitness level, more and more today, people that have gotten control of their lifestyle, either fitness nutrition, it's not as common as it used to be. It's more rare. And so again, it all comes back to anything that we want out of life, any outcome that we want, all goes back to saying, what do we want to do? What are the habits that we need and to instill to get there? Let's track that, but let's celebrate that on a daily basis, celebrate our wins because those wins compound over time. And if we're lucky, we realize one day that, wow, wow. Those tiny decisions that I made 18 months ago have let me achieve that outcome. And now I don't have to spend time grinding and try to get there. Now I can maintain these goals and habits that I've achieved, these systems, and add to it to enhance my life. That would be my message for this as we roll into 2024, is be specific about what type of person you want to be, what things do you want to experience, take tiny, tiny steps, celebrate those steps on a daily basis, do everything you can to reinforce those things. And I would definitely go out and buy the book, Atomic Habits, or get it on Audible or Amazon, wherever it is, because I think it's a fantastic framework. And I think it'll help you, just those concepts, I've read it. I know you have not read it, but you have embodied a lot of those things, Walter. And I think you're a testament. If you go back and read that book, you're going to go, oh, yeah, I did that, 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 and that. Right. I didn't even know it. I was
0: following this. Yeah, uh, it's it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely check it out, Atomic Habits. And also, if you're ready to institute some of those financial goals in your life in 2024 and you want to set up those proper systems, it's what Scott's doing each and every day, helping people establish those goals, but the systems to achieve them as well, and most importantly. And you can have a conversation with Scott very easily. You can call the old-fashioned way to get in touch, 913-393-4724, or go online to listen to listentoscott.com listen to scott.com contact info in the description of today's show so you can find it easily scott thanks for walking us through this great conversation about habits and systems and 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 really kind of replacing that traditional new year's resolution um, habit of failure to be honest and uh, let's replace it with something that's more effective and and much better and so absolutely appreciate that Uh, happy new year to you all we'll have another episode in a couple of weeks come back and join us then for another edition of your retirement elevated